The evil of corruption reaches into every corner of the world. Corruption lies at the heart of the most urgent problems we face. Welcome to Confidential Brief, where Chad Thomas takes you into the stories behind the issues facing our society. Good afternoon from a very wet Johannesburg. It's just past the midday mark and coming up in a couple of minutes, I'm going to be chatting to Tracy Pittout and Howie Crombring from an organization known as RADA. I'll be telling you all about RADA once uh, we have them on air with us. Today is the start once again of what is <laughs> turning out to be one of the longest trials in our country's history. The Buramach trial um, had that record, but I think the, the Zuma arms deal trial is going to last even longer. Who knows what kind of plans the defense have in mind to try to protract this even more than it's been for the last couple of years. I'll be giving you updates on what happened in court a little bit later today when I host the Overdrive from 4 to 6. And I'll be hosting the Overdrive every day this week, except Shabbos, of course, from 4 to 6 right here on 11.9 FM in Johannesburg and reaching worldwide via the High FM website and app. I'd like to remind you that the views expressed on the show aren't necessarily those of myself or that of High FM. You're listening to The Confidential Brief with Chad Thomas on High FM. You're tuned to High FM live in Johannesburg on 101.9 FM and broadcasting worldwide on highfm.com. Today we're going to be chatting about an organization that's trying to make a difference in a world that seems to just become ever increasingly dark. The organization in question is RADA, which is a non-profit organization based in South Africa that is committed to the eradication of society's gravest and most pressing social ills. RADA is a place of renewal, an acronym for rape, alcohol, drug abuse. At RADA, the focus is on self-responsibility and self-awareness, an important attribute that can redefine the way we treat others. Joining us is Tracy Patout. She is from RADA. She is the PR. And Howie Combrink, who is a well-known South African musician who has had a long-standing relationship with RADA and recently released a new single called I See You, which we're going to be playing at 12.30. Firstly, Tracy, a very good morning to you. Hi, good morning. Thanks for having me. Tracy, chatting about RADA, reading about what RADA has done, listening to, to some of the music and seeing the involvement of the public, I'm surprised that we don't hear more about this incredible organization's work. Give us a brief summary of how RADA started and where they fit into the, the um, nonprofit space and what their main get goals and objectives are. Okay, so um, RADA was started nearly eight years ago now um, by um, J.P. Nobrega. Um, he was actually, he was traveling in his car and listening to the radio and there was a campaign on at the time, it was a national campaign um, about focusing on rape and that there were actual um, attacks happening every couple of seconds, seconds. So there was a beep on the radio every time something like that, well, happened. And it was just kind of, it was quite shocking to hear. And uh, he decided that, or they actually bothered him, he put the radio off and and went home, thought about it for a, a couple of days, and then decided that he was going to start RADA. So he sold off quite a lot of his assets and, and began the NGO. Howie, welcome to the show. How did you become involved with RADA? Yes, uh, thanks, Chad. Thanks for having me. Um, so I met John Paul Noberger, the, the founder that Tracy was talking about, 
in 2013 backstage of Joburg Day, and it's Joburg Day is a big festival that happens. I don't know if it's still happening now, but anyway, I met JP through a mutual friend, and you know, during the course of the afternoon, we started discussing a few things and getting to know each other. And then he mentioned that he was familiar with my work and the studio that I had, and. At that point, he mentioned uh, he has this idea of creating awareness around the organization through the arts, namely music, um, with regards to my sort of my link to to RADA is strictly the music department. And from there, we decided that we're going to create awareness through music by writing heartfelt songs and, and message driven songs that in turn could go out there, sort of songs that are also conducive to the popular ear, so songs that can work on radio and in the past, we've had great songs go out and circulate on radio. And yeah, and that's basically where my relationship started with JP, putting songs on radio, recording them, writing them, producing them with various artists, and then hoping these songs get played so that people can then become familiar with the organization through hearing a song. Well, it's great to hear the involvement, especially hearing how the founder of this organization realized that the arts could play such an important role, especially music. We're really looking forward to, to hearing your song a little bit later in the show. Tracy, coming back to you, we, we have a police force that at the moment is not doing what is required. It's the reality, whether it's through the fact that there is there is a, a capacity issue, a resource issue, an infrastructure issue, or whether it's as a result of corruption, we're seeing a lot of GBV cases not getting the attention they require from specialized units that were created specifically for this. Every year in August, we hear about these wonderful campaigns about this Women's Month and Women's Day, and we hear the statistics and then nothing gets done about it. And we know about the social ills and how they contribute towards GBV and other sexual abuse because of the abuse of drugs and alcohol. It seems to be that the private sector and nonprofit organizations are having to pick up where the state has fallen. Would you say that this comment is true? And what type of initiatives do you believe community-based organizations or nonprofits should be getting involved in to help those that need it the most? So um, at RADA, we don't actually have our own homes or anything like that where we we deal directly with with cases, but obviously we or we do stay up to date with whatever is happening in the news, and and it's it's very shocking. So at RADA, what we try and do is just create awareness around the problems that we that are well, a lot of it comes from drug and alcohol abuse, and then obviously you know all kinds of other 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 issues with crime and so on. So what we try and do is just try and change people's the way they think about um, about these these issues, and also um, you know treat people with more respect. Just change the way you behave, because if we all change the way we behave, the world would become a better place. So that is that is how Rada kind of that's the way we try and push the message out there. Is that you know even if it's just one small thing that you're doing every day, or other NGOs that are doing great work. You know, continue doing it. I know that sometimes it just feels like you're not getting anywhere, but you are making a difference to somebody's life somewhere along the line. And, and that's what we try and push from our side. So I want to talk a little bit about the projects that, that RADA's involved with. RADA's been around for, for a couple of years, and I think it's just short of a decade. And yeah. 
there, there, there was even a, a segment where Derek Watts was involved because of a challenge that he put forward. And there, was, there were yes. even adopted homes that, that Rada was involved with. Tell us a little bit about these projects in the past. And then later on in the show, we can talk more about MyPad. Okay, great. So, okay, so um, what? So every year, RADA tries to increase the adopted homes that we have. So at the moment, we we've got eighteen, and we're actually in the process of adopting two more homes. And these homes are, are anything from old age homes to orphanages, um, homeless shelters. And what RADA does, we adopt the home, and then we support that home on a monthly basis. And, and that was just that we saw a big need in communities. I mean, people are constantly needing food, clothing, and those kind of things. So we've also then obviously got um, the music side of things. And I'm sure Howie's going to speak about the royalties of the, the music, which we, the money that um, is generated from there is also fed back into our projects. So, yeah, uh, we're very excited. Over a very short space of time, RADA has grown very quickly. And then we also do have the support of now, Derek, he's done a lot of work for RADA. Um, there are many people that are involved, and we all call them our RADA angels, but we wouldn't be able to do the work that we do without our sponsors and people like that. So I love that term, the RADA angels, and, and having a personality like Derek Watts involved is, is always good. And, of course, having Howie involved from a music yep. perspective is, is, is amazing. Tell us a little bit about what you would regard as the achievements since RADA was established. Well, um, okay, so uh, we'll, we'll obviously go into um, more chats about the Rada MyPad project. So with that, it's, it's just that we, uh, we, we are trying to help um, girls to stay in school. Um, that's a reusable sanitary pad project, which is we started about two years ago, but it's growing um, quickly, and we're very busy with that. Then there's the Inspire camp, the campaign and the relationships, relationships that we've built with that, that whole campaign. I mean, that's just every month there's a different theme. We then communicate that out to all media, and we've been very lucky to grow very strong relationships with many of the media, and, and we've been very grateful for that. Yeah, and that's also just focusing on changing people's perspective and the way that they behave and, and think about things. Well, I'm looking very forward to coming back to you just now to chat more about the MyPad project. We're going to take a quick ad break. When we come back, I want to talk to Howie about the music and how it makes a difference in people's lives and whether he has a personal story, perhaps, that he wants to share with us as to why he's put so much time and effort into these projects. You're listening to Confidential Brief, and today we're chatting about RADA. You're listening to The Confidential Brief with Chad Thomas on High FM. Today we're chatting about RADA and it's been a very interesting conversation thus far because we've heard about initiatives, how RADA was founded, but RADA differs itself from a lot of organizations because they have a buy-in from a lot of people, including Howie Combrink, a very well-known South African muso who's written a number of songs over the years for RADA. How did you how did you get involved? You mentioned you met with um, JP backstage. It was at uh, the Joburg Day. But a lot more has progressed since then. You haven't just done one song and just, you know, given a little bit of advice. It seems to have become a part of who you are. Yes, that's correct, Chad. So, you know, the idea of, of Rada and the music has been, it's been a learning curve for us over the last eight years. Because firstly, you know, writing music with meaning is quite tricky because you've got to write songs that accompany the lyrical content, you know. And often you can write 
a meaningful song, but then the music doesn't support the lyrical content. And then it feels weird and awkward. So over the years, we've managed to find ways and means in the studio to write these songs and to write heartfelt music in a way that it can be conducive to the popular market as well. They're not just sort of these anthemic um, bad power ballads, you know. There's a whole host of different types of songs. And that is the that is sort of that is the thing for me with with Rada and the music. I feel like we are ever growing and ever discovering new ways, new genres, new sort of territories within the, the musical realm to sort of attack with these ideas and with these messages, you know. So it's not just where in the beginning we were just making music and seeing where it would go, you know, and we had a lot of success. If you think of the Unearthed Volume 1 album, which was the first ever collaborative album we put out under the Rada banner. And then there was Inspire that Tracy spoke about earlier. So Inspire is a bunch of cover songs with a host of artists like Kurt Darren, Claire Johnson, Lloyd Clearly, uh, myself's on it. And there's just, there's tons of artists on it. And it's really a beautiful inspiration album. It's an album that you can put on and it'll make you feel good when you listen to it from top to bottom, you know. And then more recently with my new single and the collection of songs that are going on the Volume 2 EP that's coming out now, it's it feels like we found something that's a little bit more conducive to the pop market and that's exciting. It's exciting to know that there'll be younger people as well that can can enjoy the music of Rada, you know, not just people that have intention to 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 support the cause really. And the idea is that people must just enjoy the music of Rada really, you know? So I'm I'm loving the fact that we're seeing such collaboration taking place between communities, celebrities, musicians the media, of course. Uh, I, I happened to be listening to a show on another radio station the other day, and I heard your song, and it, it inspired me to reach out and find out more about what was going on. And then I found out that you were you were part of a, a very well-known South African band at a stage, Watershed, and I heard them live the other day. In fact, it was it was Craig himself, together with the Joburg Youth Orchestra and the Joburg Choir, broadcasting live from Parktown Boys, where there was another collaborative affair taking place between community, the school, a radio station. Do you think these collaborations, and I know it sounds like a loaded question, but I need you to be honest, do you think these collaborations are important and are making a difference? Yes, I think they are very important because community for me, you know, you mentioned community policing and that sort of stuff earlier. You know, I'm very, in recent times, you know, for the past 20 years of my life being a musician, I've been touring and stuff and haven't really been at home and haven't really been engaging in my community. But I have been engaging in my community at least the last six months, like properly for the first time in my life and getting to know the people in my community and discussing all sorts of things from crime in the community to the good things in the community to some maybe bad stories of illness within the community and you start getting this the sense of of support when you start reaching to your community and i think the, the word community can be vast it can be big and small you know because you have massive communities of people that are global and then you've got small sort of communities of people that exist within a small town but regardless if you are a part of a collaboration and a community you know that you have a support system and you have a team of people that aren't particularly your family that are there for you. And so, yes, to answer your question, 
I took the long way around. But yes, I think community-orientated awareness is very important because it gets word of mouth going in specific territories, you know, and that's what we need. We need people to talk. And like Tracy said earlier, it's about talking so much that it changes people's mindsets and perspectives on these various situations, you know. So, Howie, it intrigues me that you've, you've put so much time and effort into an organization such as RADA. Is there any personal story that you want to share with us or any personal reasons why you've invested so much of your time and efforts? So, I think the biggest thing for me was I've become a person of feelings. So, I pay attention to what I'm feeling inside all the time when I meet new people. I, I, I pay attention attention to the energy that that person's putting out and how do I feel around this person so number one the first thing that got me involved in the organization before everything else was the energy that the founder of the organization has as a human being he's so devoted to the cause and he's so devoted to making a difference and his reasoning for wanting to make a difference is so solid and sound so that's that I think in a, in a scenario like this, you need a leader within the organization to have this kind of sound energy and intention behind the thing. So that was the one thing. But as for experiences, over the last couple of years, I've had several experiences with RADA that have brought me to tears. And just things that have been, well, I've been actually shocked to know that this is going on. You know, So one experience I'll speak about, because like I said, there's several. I could probably speak for two hours on the experiences but one noticeable experience i had was in recent times myself along with the rada team and tracy we all went through to tiger canyon out in the karoo and we were doing a food drop in a little town called Felipolis. and this town is literally in the middle of south africa it's 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 randomly out of the way you know as a musician who's toured this country a lot i found that i'd never been to this place before and i didn't realize that the infrastructure of this town i didn't realize that there were towns that had so little infrastructure firstly you know so this is one of them and you know to cut a long story short we went to our home over there it was a daycare center and there was we had a bunch of toys that we were going to give out to a whole lot of kids at this daycare and there was one specific girl i reached in to a box and gave her a skipping rope and she sort of dropped the skipping rope and she moved away from it and she was like she didn't know what this thing was about and at that moment i realized sure but i don't think this child has seen a skipping rope before. Then I asked one of the ladies, I said, has, has she seen a skipping rope before? And she says, no, she hasn't really even seen toys. <laughs> this is the first time she's seeing toys. And that alone, that was shocking to me that there's young kids in South Africa that have not seen toys. That's incorrect. That shouldn't be that way. And it offends me that that is happening in this life. And I want to do everything in my power to make a difference in that. And to see this little girl's response with the skipping rope she ran around the corner to go and play by herself and then within two minutes figured out how the skipping rope works and she went for it, man. And she had a massive smile on her face. And I realized in that moment that something so simple just changed someone's life and it just made someone's day better. And it's like an addiction that grabs onto you. When you see that, you want to do more and you want to, you want to see our country heal and you want to see our country get better, not just in the metropolitans, but also out in the small towns like Philippolis, you know. So we're about to play I See You, which debuted in March. If you could summarize in, in, in a minute the, the thought behind the song and what it's about, what would you say? Okay, so I would say the title of the song is exactly it's I See You. Um, there's a much deeper message to the, to the song, but in summary, 
it's a song about a person who's been through immense amount of abuse and misfortune really in her life um, or his life and the song is basically saying I see you it's okay that you've been through that I'm here for you and the overall message is basically that what I'm trying to say with the song is that I want people to see each other more in life we need to be more aware of each other's emotional states and that happens by conversing and reaching out and being there for each other so it's a song of seeing each other more I see you yeah this is I See You by Howie Combrink. It's gonna be real, it's gonna be real I need to tell you about the way I feel It's gonna be real, I feel you near You have to be real You've got to be true, you have to be true The world means nothing without you It's time to be true, you'll be there soon You've got to be true And every word you say
listening to the confidential brief with Chad Thomas on High FM. That was I See You by the amazing Howie Combrin, done in collaboration with RADA. On the line with us is Tracy Pittard. She's the PR of RADA. And uh, we want to chat about some of the current projects that, that RADA has undertaken, specifically to empower um, our, our females out there. And with that in mind, I want to chat more about MyPad. Tell us a little bit more, Tracy. Okay, so the RADA MyPad project was started about two years ago. We did quite a lot of research into girls missing school, actually girls just dropping out of high school completely because when they're um, on their monthlies, they just they don't go to class. So they miss out on so much, so many lessons that they can't catch up and then they just stay away. So um, RADA then, we, we developed our own RADA MyPad, which is a reusable sanitary pad. And we, we pack them in a little packet of three. And then we, we get corporates or we ask people to sponsor. If you want to sponsor a girl with one pack, it's 115 rand. Or if you want to sponsor the grade seven grade of a school, um, we, we are happy to identify schools because we work in, the, in those um, vulnerable communities. And, and so what we do is then we, we will put these together and we go, we go out and visit the schools and hand these out to the girls. With the, with the intention of encouraging them to stay in school, obviously for high school, not to miss out on class. And it's all about empowering the girls so, you know, they, so that they've also got a, a great future to look forward to. See, this is, this is what concerns me because we have so many people in need. The disparity between the haves and the have-nots has mm-hmm. grown to the most unequal society in the world. And that's nothing to be proud of as South Africans. It's something we should all be trying to make a difference in. We see condoms are free, but we don't see that pads are free. And we've seen the public sector, such as yourself, nonprofits having to step in where government has let down communities. We heard from Howie earlier about a community that doesn't have basic infrastructure, where children are growing up in a foreign universe compared to us in the metropolis. And this is, of course, concerning. Um, during during lockdown, you guys were also active and you were also very observant and thankful to what was being done by those unsung heroes. Tell us a little bit more about how you, you, thought, you thought out that process of thanking service heroes from the COVID-19 pandemic. Oh, yeah, that was quite an exciting project. So um, it was one of Rada's songs called... Um, oh, no, no actually hit a blank now sorry but it's one of our oldest songs called sorry um it was undefeated i think it was undefeated no mm. it, it was the one before that but anyway it was a song that was put together a couple of years ago with the likes of kurt darren and rihanna nell and oh there was a, a string of people how he was even involved with that and and that song, uh, we, we actually just decided to redo it during the pandemic. Um, and uh, we put put new visuals to the song. And that was launched um, as part of the service month. Um, so that's also part of the Inspire campaign where we, we recognize service heroes, people that were um, obviously restaurant workers, people that work to serve, doctors, nurses, and so on. And it just obviously then coincided with the pandemic and lockdown. So um, yeah, it was actually really great. Uh, it was a it was quite a fun project to try and get out um, because we were so restricted during that time um, with our work. But uh, besides that, during COVID, we were we were quite lucky that our sponsors also stepped up and 
for instance, uh, we got a truck donated by Kia, so we normally do all our our donations, and they gave us a truck so that we could go into the communities and give out even more food and food hampers. Um, so it was actually a very busy time for RADA um, when the world was standing still. So how we have heard about these other collaborations you guys have been chatting about, including Claire Johnson, Kurt Darren, and a whole host of South African uh, musos. And I need to ask you honestly, are South African artists that are collaborating with organizations such as RADA and other organizations that are trying to help their communities, are they receiving the necessary um, airtime and feedback from communities and community-type radio stations? So I think, I think I would say the community stations are absolutely incredible in this regard because the community stations are always down to jump on community things. And I think that we have had, if I think of the bigger stations, we have had great radio play. Um, you know, my new single, I See You, is doing really well. Um, the original version, the first ever track, I think it was, with Caroline Barole, Undefeated, did really well on radio as well. And then, you know, a track of mine called Believe, which was a great royalty spinner for us. You know, it's no lie that we have a problem with royalties in South Africa. But this one, somehow the stars aligned and we got paid out really nicely. And that assisted us with the uh, facility, one of the 18 homes. So I think in general... I, I mean, it's hard to speak on behalf of other artists outside of the Rada camp, but I think within the Rada camp, it's been there's been a growing support over the years. It seems to be growing, and especially you know, with myself having gone around over several years and done interviews and spoken about the organisation, I can see that there is a slightly different response happening nowadays. And you know, that's probably because of what's happened with COVID. I think COVID. Forcing everyone to lock down has made everyone rethink their lives and also rethink issues like inequality in South Africa. Because as soon as jobs are forced to shut down and close their doors, you realize very quickly who who is sort of on the leading foot and who's on the on the losing foot in life. You know, and I think a lot of people became aware of which industries are struggling and stuff. So. The support seems to be good, especially in 2022. You know, I can be very thankful for radio stations such as yourself for for supporting what we do. And, you know, we, we hope to grow these relationships and do more in the future. Well, I'm glad to hear that there's a lot of community stations coming on board because we can only beat the ills of society if everybody comes together. We're going to carry on the conversation shortly. You're listening to The Confidential Brief with Chad Thomas on High FM. Today we're chatting about the importance of community collaboration and we've been chatting to Tracy and Howie who represent an organization known as RADA which is an acronym for Rape, Alcohol and Drug Abuse. Tracy, if our listeners wanted to become more involved and I'm especially interested in the MyPad project but there's also these adoption of different home projects as well as the music projects, how would they get involved and what kind of involvement are you looking for? So okay, so uh, when it comes to the homes, they uh, they are always looking for volunteers um, to help out, especially on weekends or holidays with the kids, old age homes. There's, there are so many of our projects situated around Gauteng. We even we even got a home now in um, Limpopo, and Howie was speaking about Philippola, so we've adopted a daycare center there. So it's basically volunteering your time. Obviously, uh, financial donations are always a 
a great plus because these places always need um, uh, maintenance maintenance work done. Um, and then donations, as as in clothes, if you if you're cleaning out and and you don't know what to do with what whatever you don't want anymore, then you can give Rada a call. We're happy to collect. Um, food donations are always welcome. Yeah, you can just get in touch with us um, or follow us on Rada Healing on Instagram or um, Facebook. You'll see what we're up to. Um, we have monthly newsletters, which also tells you about many of the projects and the work that we're doing. Um, maybe they, you have a look there and see if there's something that you would want to get involved with. Yeah, and we can chat. And Howie, from a musical perspective, are there any now that we, we, we seem to see the tail end of lockdown and we touch wood? Yes, that's me touching wood in the background. Are we going to see more live concerts? Are we going to see some collaboration between some concerts um, together with organizations such as RADA? What's planned and what's planned in the near future? Because we've all been so deprived these last two years. So, yes, you are going to be seeing more concerts and those sorts of things. One is happening on the 28th of May. It's a concert of mine that's happening at uh, Maple Ridge Equestrian Farm. But people can just go check out www.howiecombrink.com to get tickets. And at that show, we actually are going to have uh, uh, like a rider stand just, a, just on the side there. So people can get information on the organization and see that the organization is present at our shows as well. Um, and my intention is to have the organization as present as possible because I find that, you know, when you are in that moment, when the music's happening and you're playing that song live and you speak about the organization, there needs to be a little place for them to go and check it out and get more information. But more importantly, we are going to be putting out a lot of music this year. There's a bunch of new singles coming out that are going to be on the EP, the Volume 2 EP. So we've got Timothy Malloy releasing a beautiful song called Love Is Never Blind. We've got a, a, a lovely local artist called Miko who is going to be releasing a fantastic song. Stephen Lee Lewis, also a fantastic song. And then the very talented Lily Hollows down in Cape Town. She's also dropping a song that's going to be on the EP, and they're all rolling out through the course of this year. So it's an exciting year for RADA. And the biggest thing that I think people can do to support the music of RADA is to listen to it and share it. And every time you press play on Spotify, Deezer, Apple Music, or whatever, or buy an album or anything like that, you are supporting the cause and you are helping us. So that is it. Just play the music, really. And if you see a concert, go and support the concert. <laughs> well, it's awesome news and it's going to be a great 2022. In closing, Tracy, we've chatted about this organization, rather the acronym of Rape, Alcohol and Drug Abuse. It seems to be an ever-increasing problem. Do you see any hope in sight or does it, is it just a case of getting as much assistance as possible and putting out as many fires as possible by helping organizations such as all these homes that, that you have assisted as well as the daycare centers? Yeah, sadly, um, that's, an in, that's on the increase. Um, and, and yeah, what I, think, what I think we'll just keep doing is bringing awareness to the problem and the issues of that. And we have built a rehab, but the, the rehab is now going to be changed into an orphanage, which I, I didn't mention earlier. But our outpatient treatment is very successful. But yeah, just um, also just just reaching out to people, get people to speak about their problems, and get people to ask for help because they're never alone. There's there's always people, organisations, individuals, 
out there willing to help, but you just need to speak up. So I think that's just that's what we're gonna we're just gonna push forward with it. We we just do our best, and if we help one person at a time, that's fantastic for us. Your cause is very close to my heart, and I thank you for joining us today, Tracy, so that we could chat more about the work of RADA. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on the show. How we thank you so much for what you're doing towards getting the message out there, using your music, using your songwriting. It is, it is absolutely amazing, and we hope to see so much more collaboration in the future and hope that this leads as an example for other musos and celebs out there to use their their abilities not just as a once-off but as an ongoing long-term relationship with organizations that want to help those in desperate need awesome chatting no thanks it's been great chatting to you thanks for your time and for yes and for supporting the cause that's the biggest thing so i thank you very much for that that was Tracy Pittart and Howie Combrink representing RADA. And we listened to the incredible song I See You by uh, Howie earlier. And what was incredible was during that song, our station director, Kathy Kayla, walked in and said, what an amazing song. Please can we add it to our playlist? And of course, it's going to be added to the playlist. And we as a community have, have demonstrated in the past that we can make a difference in our community's lives. We also have to remember that outside of our direct communities are other communities that also need our assistance and that it's a knock-on effect. If something impacts on those communities, it will land up impacting us. And that's not the reason we should be getting involved because we don't want to be impacted by what's happening in those communities. We should be getting involved because we as a nation are one. We've gone through a lot of turmoil and it appears to me that we may be turning the corner in respect to the way the private sector, nonprofits, NGOs are being embraced by the public sector as viable partners because the public sector is beginning to wake up to the reality that they have dropped the ball and they haven't done everything that is possible and needed. In fact, they've neglected on their constitutional obligations to those people that brought them into power. And if we can try to change the mindset of those in power to show that there is nothing wrong with partnering with the private sector, there's nothing wrong with partnering with NGOs and with other organizations that want to help, then we as South Africans can start the healing process and we can hopefully narrow that, that horrendous gap between those that have and those that don't have. Thank you so much for joining me today. My name's Chad Thomas. This has been Confidential Brief. And I'll be with you this afternoon again from 4 to 6. And every afternoon this week, except, except Shabbos, um, because I'll be looking after you during the overdrive. This is Chad Thomas saying, have a great day and drive safely out there. Lights on and just be careful in the wet weather.